Well, welcome. It's Friday, the eighth day of July, year of our Lord, 2022. And I pray you've had a good week. Uh, it's been an incredible week for us. <laughs> some very high highs and some amazingly low lows, but everything said and done, God is good. God has been with us. God has seen us through all things. And we praise the name of the Lord. Amen. How was your week? Did you have a good time? Did you have an awesome time? Did you have a terrible time? Well, God has been with us. God has blessed us. And uh, just wanted to share a thought from Genesis. And I always think of my parents. I think of my dad probably a little more than my mom. And uh, I thought of a great line that said, Dad got to Houston first. But as I thought about it, it should say Dad left for Houston first. We uh, were in Kingsville. I was born in Kingsville. Mom and Dad met in, in Kingsville. Dad went to visit his uh, grandma, who was not known for being the nicest person in the world. <laughs> but he was obligated to go and see his grandma. And <clears throat> when he went, he was just uh, mesmerized by the nurse that was tending to his grandmother and so <laughs> dad decided to become a more uh, diligent grandson and felt he needed to go see grandma as often as he could <laughs> so there in the kingsville hospital or the Claiborne county hospital uh Radio met maria and uh <laughs> They married, even though dad was shot down three times by my grandpa because my dad was an alleluia. He was not a Catholic. He was an alleluia. Some kind of freaky Protestant. And so my grandfather, my dad's dad, Carlos Valverde Jr., and uh, my first boss, Juan B. Chapa, the owner of Chapa's Groceries, where the godfathers, the padrinos, that went to visit my grandpa to ask for my mother's hand in marriage. And three times my grandfather said no. All three times my dad was hiding in the back seat of the car hoping for good news. <laughs> and unless I heard it wrong, it was on the third time that he said yes, or maybe it was the fourth time when my Papa Grande finally said yes. And that started uh, the romance and the wedding in the Catholic Church where Dad had to promise that he would marry in the Catholic Church and as was required by the Church in those days, and it still may be required, I'm not sure, that he would raise all his children in the Catholic Church. And Dad said he kind of crossed his fingers <laughs> and uh, did not. But he did allow my mom to get up early on Sunday mornings to go to Mass with her dad, my grandpa, Papa Grande. And then she would come back, uh, get us all up, <clears throat> dress us and then go to the Methodist Church with uh, with my dad as a family and um, it was quite a thing to enjoy Kingsville I mean if you were born and raised there you knew 
the attraction of this small town home to a naval base down the down the road in bishop was another a naval base and in beeville was the uh, jet fighter base um and we had texas a and i university and um it was a thriving small city it had one theater the texas theater downtown had roy's camera shop had a lot of things that um called to me as a boy growing up in a small town it had tranquitas creek which i've mentioned several times as a center of uh, activity for my friend alex and myself and um, my dad had what I thought was the dream job of being a milkman for Hygieia Creamery, and um, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a milkman just like my dad, and had Hygieia not moved away from Kingsville, I might have become a milkman. But I got to thinking, when you move, when you move cities, well, even if you move from a house to another house, your whole world changes. It's never the same. And it's it's quite a difficult thing. It's quite an earth-shattering thing to leave the house that you've known or maybe the only house you've ever known to go to a different house. And if you go from the only town or city that you've ever known to go to another city, your world has changed. And so... You know, the reason was economic. If we wanted to eat, if we wanted to pay our bills, Dad could not find work to save his life in Kingsville. And several of our neighbors had discovered that too. Some of our church people had discovered that too. And so they had all moved to Houston to find work. And our neighbor, Caddy Corner to us, would go to Houston every every Sunday and would come back Friday and my dad talked to him and on one particular Sunday uh, my dad moved to Houston or at least went with our neighbor Mr. Mesa to check out what was out in Houston he got a job right away and started making money right away and then hitchhiked back home on Friday, and he did that every single week. He would hitchhike home and then catch a ride with somebody from Kingsville going back to Houston on that particular Sunday. And I knew that we were eventually, well, move, or at least I heard my mom talking to my dad on the phone, and so I knew that my days in Kingsville were not going to be forever. And so as we hear the, the scripture, Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, we hear the Lord said to Abram, Go out from your land, your relatives, and your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great. You will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse anyone who treats you with contempt. And all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Now, in no way was my dad the 
father of a great nation that was meant for Abram. But just the thought of his world changing, just like Abram and Sarai's world changed when they said yes to God, so did Eradio Valverde's world change when the reality was, and he trusted God to move to an unknown place to seek a better life. And so he ended up in Houston. I remember one weekend my mom wanted to go see Houston, and that was the only weekend Dad didn't have to hitchhike back to Kingsville because we drove up there as a family. I was the navigator sitting in the shotgun uh, part of the car and Mom driving, and there we were in this old 55 Chevrolet driving from Kingsville to Houston. Houston, of course, this was 1965, way different than it is now, thank God. But... (laughs) Key words that stayed in my mind. My mother, we need to find a road called Westheimer. And so there we are on the lookout for Westheimer. Not sure of how it is, was spelled, but then I said, there's a Westheimer there, but it turned out to be like Westheimer moving in storage. And I said, well, it must be close because that, that trucking company is named Westheimer. And sure enough, it was close. And we turned on Westheimer and we found the little one-room apartment that dad was staying in. I think uh, we stayed there a couple of nights, Friday night, Saturday night, then Sunday. Amid the tears of leaving dad behind, we returned back to Kingsville knowing that one day maybe we would be making the move to Houston. It's all about faith. It's all about trust. It's all about willing to take the chance, willing to take that risk based on trust, to go to a different place, to do a different thing. My world certainly changed. My world was Kingsville. We lived down the street from Texas A&1, as it was jokingly called by those that attended it. We lived from down the road from Texas A&I, and that was my world. I thought, well, Dad's saying I have to go to college. Well, the only college I know is Texas A&I University. I'll just go down the street, live at home, go there. And I had no idea what I was going to do with my life. I was just 13 in seventh grade and started seventh grade with a two-week stay in a Corpus Christi hospital because I had pneumonia. (laughs) Yes, in those days, 1965, if you had pneumonia, you would be in the hospital until you got well. If it took two weeks, then two weeks it was. So I missed out. (laughs) on learning how to march. My band director in elementary school in those days, in Kingsville anyway, probably still true, you would learn how to play an instrument in fifth and sixth grade, and then you would go into the junior high in seventh grade. And as was the case in my situation, my band director was also the band director at the junior high, and so he had already told me, You know, you don't have to try out for band if you're willing to switch from cornet to baritone, which he said is the same fingering, same notes, and you'll figure it out. And so I said, okay. But because I had been out two weeks, I didn't know how to march. And I remember making one trip to Victoria to see, you know, King 
uh, whatever, no, Memorial Junior High play Victoria. And I had to sit in the stands by myself while the band marched. And shortly thereafter, no more marching band, no more band being my PE because we moved to Houston. And like I said, my whole world changed. What, what blessed our move was that our minister, who had been our minister in Kingsville at El Buen Pastor, a good shepherd, United Methodist Church, was now the minister of El Buen Pastor in Houston. And so we knew him, and we, we had missed him. He was one of my favorite pastors, and so we made the move to Houston, and so that kind of helped shape my faith and helped me in discerning a call into or, ordained ministry years later. So, friend, whatever it is you are praying about, thinking about, being challenged with, trust God. Trust the Lord in whatever it is that you think needs to happen in your life. What is the change you have to make? What is the move that you have to make? Is it a challenge to leave your comfort zone? Is it a challenge to walk across the room? Is it the challenge to shake someone's hand who you haven't shaken because of fear or anger, resentment, whatever? Be open to the leading of the Spirit as Abram and Sarai were opening, were open to God's leading. And so they left their familiar surroundings. They left their father's house to find a new place, to make a new life, to make a new family, to make a new impact on the kingdom of God. And it just may be that that too is what will happen when you finally and ultimately say yes to God for whatever that nagging, that nudging is in your heart that you need to do. And so I pray God bless you and help you in what needs to happen. So let's enjoy this Friday. Let's enjoy Saturday and Sunday. And let's be blessed in the Lord. Let's pray. Loving God, we thank you for all that you share. I pray a blessing on this dear person. Lord, you know better than I, and maybe even better than they, what it is that you are nudging them to do. And I pray you would give them the faith, the trust, the courage to say yes to you and to do what it is that needs to be done. It may be a whole new world that's going to open up when they finally say yes. And I pray it's exactly the place you want them to be to do exactly what you want them to do. Be with it, whatever needs this dear person has, whatever illness, whatever challenge of health or faith that they are facing, and be glorified in all things, Father. Forgive us our sins. Thank you for being our God. And receive this prayer of faith that we lift up in Christ Jesus' strong name. Amen. Well, there you go, dear friend. I pray this blesses you and helps you with this weekend and helps next week be even better than this week. I love you, and I thank God for you. I'm Pastor Radio Valverde. Adios.